Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Conservative. What I don't like about Washington is they're very nice to your face, and then they take a shiv or a machete, and they stab it in your back. I'm a Wall Street guy, and I'm more of a front-stabbing person, and, and I'd rather tell people directly how I feel about them. Nobody talk about politics, like... Don't say anything, you know. A marriage that's been through it all. She has filed for divorce over his naked political ambition. These are the views of a couple in love. A couple with children. A couple with differing opinions and perspectives. A couple that survived. He's kind of like an impetuous guy. In, in many ways, that's great. In some ways, it's tough when you're married. What leads them back to each other? Communication, conversation, and a realistic outlook on the world we live in. Your hosts, Anthony and Deirdre Scaramucci. This is Mooch and the Misses. Hi. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good, because I can't hear myself. Oh, there we go. All right, Happy so, Tuesday. So, what do you want to talk about? Here I am with about? my fake nose job. That's the word on the street. What are you talking about? I wish you, I... You're I just mean, bringing that up right, right in the beginning of the podcast? Okay, my mother's slightly dysfunctional. What do you want me to tell you? No, but also it, last night I... makeup I contouring a, at the Golden the, Globes. The makeup she lady you had posted a, glo- a picture of me last night and everyone went, oh, you're trying to give props to your makeup lady. How about to your plastic surgeon? I'm like, if they could only see me in person. Okay, well, I can confirm for the... But I still your, have a schnoz and I am... I've never had plastic surgery. Okay, well, I can confirm to people you've never had plastic surgery. You look great. I mean, what's the big deal? I mean, people get crazy. I mean, people are crazy. Anywho. Let's talk about the White House for a second. Not, of all, think, not another, all of us are born with the perfect cows. nose. You know, like, what, yeah. you know what a Bach cows means? Neil, there's Italians that are watch, listen to this podcast. You know what a Bach cows is? I don't. It's a shit house. Okay, Bach cows. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the situation with the White House security clearances. Go ahead. You think that all these people should be getting? There's 25 people. No, did you ha- did you have any issues? Did you I get? Had, I got clothes? cleared. Right, I I, I wow. was cleared. I I mean, I'm not. I wasn't clear for <laughs> top top secret security clearance. But when I was the OPL director, they cleared me, and I went to the clearing meeting, and mm-hmm. I was interviewed by the FBI and all that other stuff. And the FBI interviewed tons of people. I mean, obviously, and I've never done anything. Wrong. Me, the biggest that was, issue that, is that blackmail. That was always weird to me. I was like, they didn't interview your spouse. I found that odd. I was waiting for them to come knock on my door so I could tell no, them. No, they never. They don't interview really spouse because you. spousal privilege. Oh, you know what spousal privilege is? No. If you do something really bad, I don't have to rat you out. I, 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 I'm not a witness to it. Oh, okay. It's called spousal privilege. So they never interview the spouse, but they do interview the surrounding people. Okay. Why you wanted to blast me? Oh, I couldn't wait. I was like just waiting for them to come. <laughs> um. Oh my god. So what do you think uh, of this? Especially you, since you told me they had a file on me, so I wanted to ask them what they really Oh, my had. God. Here she goes. Okay, so yep. she's in a mood this morning. Okay, okay so someone, no Some makeup artist <laughs> contoured her nose, and there was a rumor out there she got plastic surgery, and now she's in orbit like Skylab. 
Skylab? What's that? Well, that was like my era. You know, that's that was like an old space station. Oh, never heard of it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the whole thing with this, I believe, just goes along with the rest of the debauchery in the White House. It doesn't surprise me that we have Rob Porters and wife beaters and... No, uh, Rob, though. Rob's not a bad guy. I mean, Rob... Oh, got it's not bad if you hit your wife in the eye and your girlfriend in the eye. It's not bad. Okay. All right. You have a very low bar. I have a high bar. I, you know, I, 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 uh, I have uh, been uh, victims. Oh, 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 oh. No, no, I've been victim the of mooch, nonsense. I stumped him. No, I've been victim of nonsense. There's not nonsense when someone has a picture isn't. of your three people with a black eye. Okay. All but right. either way. All right. So oh, he looks uncomfortable. The, but yes, yeah, no, no, so I'm not, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm totally comfortable, other than the <laughs> fact that I gained 15 pounds on the Disney cruise. Okay, okay and I can't fit into my shirt. Well, anyway, I think but, this is completely wrong. I think that if I was going for a job at you know a corporation and I, they did a background check on me and it came up that I had skeletons in my closet that were real and legit and I don't get the job, that's how it should be. So I don't, if you're going for one of the most prestigious jobs in the world or in the country and it comes up that you have done some things that are a little shady or, or you know, well, I mean, well, you shouldn't I mean, get the job. So, I mean, you shouldn't the biggest, get the clearance. The biggest issue, Trisha Newbolt, uh, career staffer, says, hey, no moss. First of all, I applaud her because she's basically put her That's name out. That's a scary out. thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. She put her name out. Plus, when she Trump said, okay. is the president, God only knows what he'll do to you. Well, or whatever. say I about mean, you. He'll probably tweet about her or something like that. But the, the point is, is that 25 security clearance applications were rejected by the personal security office, and then they were overturned. So... Her issue, which I think is a legitimate issue, is people could be potentially blackmailed due to their foreign interests, okay? And that's that could be a problem, so. But I also just think it's way too incestual there and too much nepotism, you know? Why should, I understand you want to keep your family close and stuff, but like, what do they really know about anything related to running a country, like? Right, what do well, they know? Well, in fairness to Jared, I think he's done a good job on a lot of different things. They did the prison reform thing yesterday. Uh, he's helped out on the USMCA, the Mexico trade deal. Um, okay, obviously, well, there's questions. He's intelligent. I'm just saying, yeah. I don't think because someone's your son-in-law or your daughter, that gives them the free pass to just be in the White House and have top security clearance. No, no, no I understand that. So I was at the Yale CEO forum two weeks ago, uh, a former uh, U.S. House of Representatives gentleman by the name of Christopher Hayes from Connecticut was lighting up Jared Kushner. Uh, Jared walked in, gave a 45-minute eloquent presentation about the different things that he does inside the White House and things that he's trying to do. And then Chris Hayes turned to him and said, you know, after hearing you speak, I'm very glad that you're there. And so I think Jared gets a bum rap uh, because he doesn't have the quote-unquote political experience, but he's a very gifted guy. He's a gifted strategist. And, you know, there's a question from somebody here saying how Jared and Ivanka's security clearance were pushed through despite a million red flags and Jared having to update his security clearance forms over and over because he would lie. What would happen if this was a Democratic president? Well, the Democratic president, the Republicans would be gassing and lighting him up like a Christmas tree. And that's exactly what the Democrats are doing to Trump and Jared. And so, uh, you know, listen, I'm not trying to overly side with Jared, but... 
the point being, what I don't like about the situation is that they were lying about it. They don't need to lie about it. The President of the United States has the ultimate authority on security clearances. And so if he wants to give Mickey Mouse uh, a security clearance, he can give it to him. And so- mm, James would like that. Yeah, James loves the mouse. He loves the mouse. But the, the, mouse. the, the, the point I'm making is this is what sucks about our political system. And so we're going to attack each other viciously. And rather than getting stuff done and focused on great policies, we're just going to sit around and attack each other viciously. Now, new thing is Joe Biden, 45, 50-year distinguished career in the Senate, was the vice president for eight years. Uh, certainly a flawed guy. I don't know a person. I haven't yet to meet a person in my 55 years on the planet that isn't flawed, except for you, honey. But, <laughs> you know, the bottom line is is that Joe Biden is now creepy Joe Biden. He was VP Joe Biden uh, three weeks ago. Then his poll numbers went up and his Democratic friends don't think he's liberal enough for them anymore. So now he's creepy Joe Biden. He is a sick puppy. And they're going to go they're going to go after him. Okay, now Biden is taking an interesting stance. He's not apologizing for anything. See, this is interesting. So people always say, well, you know, if you apologize too much, you look weak. If you never apologize, you look like an imbecile, crass, arrogant imbecile. And so he's trying to take the line where he's not apologizing. Do you think Joe Biden is creepy, honey? No, I think he's from a different time and place. I think where it was more acceptable to be a little more hands-on or whatever you want to call it. I don't necessarily think he has any malintent or anything like that. I think he's... Did he creep on you when you met him? No, I was saying last night, we went out to dinner with another couple, and I was saying, because uh, both of us had met him before, the other woman that we were with, and he's just like a very in your space you remember the Seinfeld close talker you know yeah he's like that like but even with men he's in your orbit like he's in yeah. your space in your mm -hmm. personal space he's like a very up close and personal type of guy and so I took it more like my grandfather mm -hmm. I tried to put it more in that box but some people are very sensitive they don't like that they want their space and they don't want to be touched and I understand that but I think he's from a different time and place where it was more acceptable and people were less offended by everything. So do you think he crossed the line ever? Well, every crossing the line is very, it's a personal decision, what's crossing the line and what's not crossing the line. To me, no. I mean, I don't know. He said something, kissed me on the cheek. He said something about my hair or how I looked, but that's how he is. I've, I, I'm not giving him a pass or making excuses for him, but I just feel like... That's who he is, you know. Did he, did he say your makeup contouring looked spectacular? He today, said or? you have an excellent nose job. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! No, I mean, right, so. I don't know why anyone even cares. Look who's in the White House. Okay, the guy has, like you said, a stormy, a partly cloudy, a very Mostly sunny. sunny. Right, yeah. so he's got the whole weather pattern. Got now weather we're gonna go Trump. and we're gonna talk about it, that he sniffed someone's hair or he kissed someone on the, or he put his hand on someone's shoulder. Come on, I just also get so annoyed at these people that like. And why didn't you say something before? Now you gotta say. Now it's a problem. Oh, because like, because now he's a political threat. But before, but she's a Democrat. And she was... No, I understand that, but they don't want him to go up against Trump. They want, you know, somebody that's further to the left of them, you know. Did you see... Well, then everyone's lost their mind. Did you listen to the Senator Gillibrand interview this morning with Stephanie Rule? I did. Yeah, what'd you think of that? No, I think it's like soggy toast. 
I mean, she's an imbecile. I mean, no, she's not very, an imbecile. She's she's imbecile. not an imbecile. No, she's an imbecile because oh, you're talking about the electoral college. Yeah, comment. she's a partisan hack imbecile. Okay, so she's basically on there saying that she wants to abolish the electoral. College. I try not to call anybody an imbecile okay. because I'm assuming she's probably way smarter than I am. So then that okay. would make me like. I don't know. Okay, but to, to, to me, so, it's a it's a principalist, political, imbecilic thing to go ahead and abolish the electoral college, which has worked for two hundred and forty three years of our political system. And uh, if you understand the Western, but this liberalism is what's happening the now. This is what's law. happening now. We all we want to. We're for some reason we're reversing course on things that have proven to work for us for however many years. And reinvent because our life, Trump like is people your are now. No, because Trump is your president. but even in just daily life, like with this measles outbreak where I grew up in Rockland County, mm-hmm. it's like the the disease was completely abolished. Now it's almost back to where it was before the vaccine was in, was ever administered. How does that make any sense? Why are we reversing course on things that are tried and true, like the electoral college, like vaccinations, like? What are we doing? I don't understand. Well, tell me why. I am not sure. I don't get it. Like, I'm not trying. It's the same thing with the 737 MAX plane. That is a new technology, right? You always say the most amazing thing about air travel is it's the same technology for the last how many years? 50, 50 60, 60 years, years. 70, whenever the jet works. engine came in. Most mm-hmm. times... It were like a lot of like ninety nine percent of the time everybody's safe. So why are we now getting so complicated where the plane is like nose diving? Because we have to we have to buck the system and come up with something new and well, do you know, Trump tweeted that, right? But are he people said, well, bored? What is the becoming- deal? Well, I, I think it's a different issue. I think that uh, people think they're smarter than their grandparents. So people uh but we're there's not. a generational struggle. They're, we're not. That's the point. You're you have five thousand years of collective uh recorded history and to presume and you've been that here for 3,000 of them I've been here for 3,000 baby you babe babe, am I going by the way so, what, uh, uh, I you're saw going Keith, to Michigan so. let me just say this okay I saw Keith Bye. Richards's uh, Richards elegant, is, is, whatever his name is, is. Keith are you Keith one of those Richards. people that say I check my texts that makes me so crazy no let me just Texts. say. Let me just say this because I just want people to know your true character and personality. Okay, so let me just ask this question. Okay, Keith Richards. I turned the page in the New York Post and I saw his <laughs> very elegant, masculine body at age seventy-five, With shirtless, shirtless. Okay, and so I, I did everything I could not to throw up. And then I thought. <laughs> then I thought to myself. Then I thought. <laughs> I thought that I, was really you. Then I, then I thought to myself. What was Anthony choking my, last week? Yeah, well, that I just was. Thought, yeah, I, 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 I thought. <laughs> no, that was after you hit me. After you hit me in the karate chop, me in the Where Adam's apple. Where was that apple. from? That was from Miami. No, yeah. That choking. Yeah, the choking was from Miami. After you karate chopped me, after something I said. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this question, okay? I'm someday gonna look like Keith Richards, possibly. You know, with my boobs down on my ankles and my <laughs> my uh, my he six, is a sick my puppy. six pack is gonna be like layered with uh, subcutaneous fat and so forth. And so, what's gonna happen to me? Am I going into the garbage can, or what's going on? Your looks will never be the reason. My looks won't be the reason that my I get blown out. My butt is bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is big. You should see my butt today after the Disney cruise. Whoa. No, your looks is never the reason why you'll be in the garbage can. If you act like a D-bag, um, um, then you might have to go.
All right. Okay. Well, that's legit. Then so, I, th- th- at least I have some control over it. Okay. Let's I can talk about the boob sagging. So, something that I, mean, I have been thinking about. I'm doing hundreds of pushups as a result of boob sagitation, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. But let go, go, go back no, to so, so Joe Biden. We don't think of, he's a creep. We we took a shot at Rob Porter, who I happen to like. We didn't. I did. You, you did. Okay, you don't have to whatever. take responsibility the for Dems, my. The Dems are trying to subpoena the full Mueller report. Should they get the Mueller report? Well, I don't... Should it be made public? Okay, normally I'm not offended or like annoyed by things like this, but I think it's very... What's the word? I think that the fact that the attorney general decided that he was going to cliff notes or book rags the Mueller report and give us his interpretation and like assume that he's smarter and he'll let us know what was in it, I don't like that. So... Okay, so I understand like that there are things happen? in there that we're not supposed to say, but there are ways like to redact it, and there are ways okay, to give us some you wouldn't information. Want an in, you wouldn't want an innocent person put in a false light because they were interviewed uh, and had people think they did something wrong when they didn't, right? No, I okay. just think there's probably a way to go about getting some of it out without like you know, totally exposing all of the info that was in there in the dirty laundry. But what do I know? I'm not... I'm not a legal expert, so you probably would know more about that. So Trump was saying last Thursday in Michigan that he would like the to investigate the investigators. Oh, God. This um, is like... Do you think that's something he should be doing? I think we're just going to go on and on forever. See, I, I don't think that he colluded with Russia. I just think that he just does really shady things. And I think this security clearance thing just speaks to that. I think he just marches to the beat of his own drum. He does what he wants. He doesn't care about the laws in place, and he kind of bucks the system. And I don't really like that, you know? But that goes along with his whole personality, so. There was no collusion with Russia. There was no obstruction. Do you like how he talks? Russia. Do you like that? <laughs> Russia, please, if you can, get us Hillary Clinton's emails. Please, Russia, please. Oh my God, he's so entertaining, though. Okay, but he's like a he's like a he's like an uncontrolled car. At any moment, you think he's going to crash the microphone or something. I mean, right? He's like literally watching a slow motion car crash. He is a ratings machine for this reason. Yeah. So there was a, a well, I guess you don't want to disclose who we were out to dinner with last night, but there was a, it was a very high profile journalist who told us that uh, President Trump, as a candidate, got more airtime than every single candidate that he was up against combined. So if you took Hillary Clinton's airtime and all the other Republican, including Bernie Sanders, et cetera, blah, blah. He got more than all of them combined, and she was like, "That's the main reason why he's president." Because at the Just end of the, the day, exposure. yeah, he's a rating, he's a ratings machine, and uh, you know. But there was a report over the weekend that he's canceling some of these campaign stops. That he's a little tired; he doesn't want to do three a day anymore. Uh, you think that's going to impact him? No. Why not? Because he's on TV and he's all over the place. I don't think he still is being exposed to the public. It's not like he's hiding out somewhere. Okay, so they're still hearing from him. So you want to see more of the Mueller report, but you don't want people to investigate the investigators. I think it's a little bit much. I think I've said this before. We waste so much time on the dysfunctionality that's coming and stemming from the dysfunctional person at the helm. 
So to investigate an investigator of an investigation is like, <laughs> what? Right. I don't know. I think it's too much. But right. so I think most people are wondering if there's like, like a sunspot over the country, right? I will, it's like the lunar eclipse. Right, something's wrong. From August 2017. That was like a weird day, too. Something's wrong. I don't know. Um, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So basically, I'm, I'm reading here, and I'm loving the typo, that the U.S. would run out of avocados. That was my bad. Is that, like, is that like a Spanish version of word for advocates? Avocados? Yeah, I think so. so. Um... In the next three weeks, if Trump shuts down the border, what are we going to do for Cinco de Mayo if we can't have guacamole? Well, Cinco de Mayo is a big day this year. It's my wife's fortieth birthday, four zero birthday. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're going to have to definitely we're going to have to harvest and save and possibly <laughs> freeze. No. Today we started a big, beautiful wall. Oh God! Okay. All right, so so here's the thing, okay. I mean, but let's just be honest here. Yeah, Out of all the things that are at stake, avocados are on the bottom of the list. But, no, but avocados and tequila. It's $650 million a day of uh, economic commerce coming through the state of Arizona. You want to knock that down and, uh, I don't know, you, you want to shut off. I mean, you have to just think about, that. and by the way, I don't think he's going to do it, but I mean, you know, he shut the government for 35 days. So you'd have to say there's got to be a one in five chance that he could potentially shut the border. If he shuts one the border. One in five, I think it's more than that. Okay. Well, I, I, you know, I'm hoping it's only one in five because it would be one of the more asinine things to do. And so, so what, so the question is, I'm a Trump supporter. I want to see him succeed. But at what point do you say, okay, what are you doing? I mean, what, what kind of nonsense is this? Because forget about the, crisis at the border and there's obviously a crisis jay johnson has said so and so forth but you can't shut the border you have economic commerce flowing across the border for both countries that benefits the entire nation um can't you figure out a way he's to not get... about doing anything in moderation it's either zero or a hundred it's all or nothing with him you like that no okay that's called so... Let's Narcissistic personality disorder. Okay. Why are you staring so, like, boring into me with that? <laughs> oh, my God. Just ask George Conway. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, anyway, speaking of dysfunction, so R. Kelly, R. Kelly's lawyer, Some this is like, talk about a sunspot. So R. Kelly's lawyer is mixed up with Michael Avenatti. Right. Right. Is this not bizarro yeah. world that we're living in? Yeah. Uh uh, you know, so so R. Kelly accused Chicago Stop Prosecutor Monday of succumbing to pressure from Anthony's Michael Avenatti. reading. I just want people to understand the context of it. And so, so the the question is though now, Michael Avenatti seems to have inserted himself in a lot of different things. He inserted himself in some of the border migration issues. He inserted himself in the R. Kelly situation, 
And now uh, he's being accused uh, of extorting Nike by the Southern District. And he's got a, a case by the U.S. Attorney General. This. Why why is it in the Southern District of New York? Is Nike based in yeah, New York? Well, I think I think his conversations with Nike and Nike's general counsel. Nike's based in Portland, Oregon. They have offices here in New York, but he had the conversations with Nike's outside counsel who happens to be based here in New York. Oh. And so they recorded some of these conversations. And then Nike turned over this evidence to the SDNY, the Southern District, and they went out and they arrested Michael. So, Well, I absolutely think Michael succumbed to his catapult into the public spotlight. I think it totally messed with his head and I think it screwed up his judgment and emboldened him and he got mixed up in things he should not be mixed up in and I think it's going to end not well for him and I and I, that's crazy because I feel like he got blinded by notoriety, fame, whatever you want to call it and he put his hands in too many pies and fingers in too many pies and he is screwed. Okay, so why do you think that happens to people? I feel like you get I mean, this, you know, this Superman complex where you feel like you're untouchable and nothing can get you down and people are behind you and but at the end of the day what you have to realize is people turn their back on you in a heartbeat in a blink of an eye just ask Michael Cohen. So no matter what you do it, at the end of the day no one there are very few people who are going to stick with you. So you got to be kind of careful about what you're what you're doing, especially when you rise to fame really quickly. So, okay, so I think it's a cautionary tale. I think, you know, I think the my uh, 11 day moment in the spotlight also taught me a lot about that and how you have to just stay grounded and commit to your family and do things that are uh, that are not in that tabloid uh, sensationalist sort of thing. And I think, you know, one of the things I was always worried about for Michael is that he got himself he got himself too close to that. He got himself too almost addicted to that. Um, so you have to be very, very careful uh, in our society today, especially with the social media. Let's talk about Deborah Norville, babe, because I think this is a very interesting thing. She's uh, been on television for 30 years, um, Inside Edition. She's one of the hardest working uh, television hosts. She's done an amazing job, frankly. Viewers write in. Uh, they say, hey, you know, we're, some people talk about their clothing, some people talk about their makeup and the contours of their nose. Uh, but in this case, someone said, hey, I think you have a lump on your neck. I'm looking at the TV and I'm spotting this. And she goes and gets it looked at. It's a cancerous lump. And she goes in for thyroid cancer surgery. What do you think of all that? I think that's very providential and lucky and you know what's interesting is sometimes like I'll post a picture like I posted a picture once of James and he happens to have he looks a lot like me but he has like some of your stuff where he if he's really tired like he gets dark circles under his eyes and stuff like that because so the bad shit from me and the great stuff from his beautiful mother okay keep going yeah the plump lips all that you know from me we'll see what his nose looks like maybe your mom could recommend that doctor for the nose job but, uh, um, so oh. um oh my god this is a brutal no but somebody scene. wrote into us saying check him out i think he has a milk allergy Hello? is this my therapist yes 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 hi yes i'm, I'm taking in no therapist yes, could save you 
Trust no, me. Ther- no therapist can save me. That's why I do the podcast with you, baby. Okay. It's cheaper than Listen therapy. Listen to me. Yeah, so okay. somebody, remember they sent me a message saying, check your son out. I think he has a milk allergy, which I never did, but it made no, me you, think. No, but I did. I talked to, I talked to uh, his doctor about it, and he said he absolutely did not have a milk oh, allergy. Okay. Well, I'm glad you did. But I did. Basic, but... I, but I got the point, though. The point is that sometimes right. people do see something. I remember reading something a while ago. Um, this is the interesting thing about social media. I, uh, mom posted a, I don't know, it was a picture or a, I think it was a picture, a still picture of her daughter. And the way the flash or the light from the camera reflected off of the child's eye. Do you remember this story? Yes, totally remember Someone it. said... Yeah check your daughter I she might have a tumor behind her eye because the light did not reflect off her eye right and um that she was did. the that was the case she yeah. brought the girl yeah. to an ophthalmologist and she had a tumor behind successfully her successfully removed right yeah. so, so this is the interesting s- thing about the network in life that we didn't have before and that probably mm-hmm. saved deborah norville's life and mm-hmm. well you know, thyroid cancer is treatable. Maybe, maybe it would have been discovered in another way. But I do think it's interesting, and I think it's, it's one a of the public, more treatable cancers. I believe it is. And so, some public service message, though, it's good if you see something, say something, right? I mean, that's ultimately the thing. And so, uh, somebody said that. James I mean, it's had just an, hard too. You have to weed allergy. out all said, the nutty stuff. You know what I mean? Have to weed <laughs> there's out there's the a lot of nutty stuff, stuff too. You, know, you didn't have any plastic surgery. I can confirm that. Oh. But I can also confirm that someday I'm going to look like Keith Richards. So. <laughs> I feel bad for you for that. But, That's okay. You know, we'll I'm to trying to think. It. Someone asked me the other day because they said, oh, Anthony's 55. And I said, yeah. And they said, oh, you know, there's really no dis- like discrepancy. There's no like there's no one standing there thinking, oh, there's like a big age you know, gap. And I'm thinking to myself, either I look really old or he looks really young or something well, in my between. Skin, it's my skin products, baby. No, but it's also I'm the wondering, fact that i got like rubber bands taped behind my ears and shit. No, but what day... Pulling the skin back. What year do you think it will be when it starts to be apparent that we are not of the same genre? I I don't know. I the mean, same... I seem to be shrinking like a half an inch a year. So when I'm up to your waistline and I look like the Yoda... The same vintage. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, you know what the weird part is about Probably aging. When I'm know like, people, you know, when I'm like sixty I'm, I'm and you're seventy-five, the, or when I'm sixty-five and you're eighty, that's when it'll be obvious. Oh my god, I'm not into the ear hairs. To be honest, oh you know, me either. They, they shoot <laughs> out and they look like copper wire, and some of them are gray, and it's actually horrifying. Okay, and I'm, I'm inside, don't worry, I'll take you for laser. I'm, I'm in there digging. I'm in there digging. Let's talk about congestion pricing. Yes. and meatless whoppers. But let's talk about congestion pricing. These people are crazy. Okay, so now you know the they're in the real estate business, so they're they're telling people it's a four percent tax on a twenty five million dollar home, but it's really not. It graduates from a million, and so million dollar homes, you know, they're pretty voluminous in our state, and so the New York State is crazy. They've now got into the real estate business, babe. So that house that you're crazy. you and I are trying to sell in our uh, in the Hamptons, uh, the they're going to take three and a half, four percent on that. Fine. It is what it is. But I think at some point the taxes are going to drive a lot of the very wealthy people out. And that'll put a bigger burden on the middle and lower middle class because the, the wealthy people can migrate. What do you think about this congestion pricing? Well, you know more about like economics and stuff like that. Like I'm not really sure how this impacts people, but I just don't. I think about it every day that if I was just working and trying to make a living and, and raise our two kids on a very 
average middle class salary, I would have a super hard time because everything is so expensive. And I literally think about it every day, like food, healthcare, um, just gas. Like how do people do anything? It's just so ridiculously expensive. And this will just add to it. Like I remember when the tolls went up, my dad every day drove from Rockland County into to Manhattan to work. And I remember my parents being so stressed out to cross the bridge because it went from like $8 to $12. And my dad was making, you know, a very humble salary. So he was super stressed about the gas and the tolls just to get there. And it's the same kind of thing with like how moms debate, should I work or should I pay for daycare? Because at the end of the day, you end up working to pay for the childcare, which makes no sense. And so this is in this of the same kind of, you know, thinking, who's going to be able to drive around? Because just rich people, who's going to be able to pay to go down a certain block? That's yeah. like crazy. Well, yeah. So it's a, it, this where is, a is quote, all the money are, going? Because the New York state the and New York, the city taxes are so yeah, high. Where's, where's the money going? I mean, it's a $175 billion budget. Where's the money going? It's going to? somewhere. This made going me the right think place, yesterday, we sure. went to Bloomberg to do um, a radio show yesterday. And I was thinking to myself, I, Bloomberg would be such a great president because he was an awesome mayor. The city was run superbly and it was clean and on point. And when you go to the offices, you see it also. If everything could be run like the Bloomberg office, we would be like aces. There's recycling bins. There's you know trash cans for everything specific. I mean, everything was spotless, the bathrooms. And then just the way it's set up, like... Mm-hmm. He's it just familiar. makes sense. He, he, so, I know it's a competing radio station. But I'm, I'm sorry. The guys, oh, the okay. Well, I'm just talking about the guy. We're actually affiliates, so it's oh, actually okay. okay. Oh, it's okay. Sorry. Okay, all right. It's WCBS. I'm going to get yeah. fired from yeah. this No, no. Podcast. I, just, I just think the, the Bloomberg the is cash the, I, I think the Bloomberg is the No, man. I'm just saying, hey, as a guy, he's got it together and he knows how to run things. And it's just, if people could, if everyone could be like him, we'd be like amazing. It would be clean and we'd be on point. And we wouldn't need tax for congestion tax so so i know we got to go so we're going to say three quick things meatless whoppers i love the idea because it's uh you know it'll probably i think it's great every restaurant now has these impossible burgers are delicious and so try them uh to the moon i think that would be an amazing thing if we can get back to the moon for so many different reasons ant lives on the moon um so let's join him um i've been up there for uh 50 of the 55 years (laughs) Darling, and, is the wind blowing today? I'd yeah. like to watch television. Yeah, darling. that was funny, right? He's making a joke, and then the thing like, the Trump thinks that uh, wind power is inconsistent because the wind doesn't blow every day. Okay, come on, guys. Trump I mean, is we, crazy. Well, we know that. We know Trump is actually crazy. But some great Twitter following that I follow, obviously anonymous, the 70s hope, uh, um, but I love your feed, by the way, even though we probably disagree on a lot of politics. I do love your feed. Well, how was the Disney cruise, babe? Would you recommend it to other families before we hop out of here? Yes, I would. Would Would you recommend a Weight Watchers cruise for the parents after the Disney cruise, though, or what? Well, that's the thing. It's hard not to succumb to the kitty food. It's unbelievable. So I promise myself. That coupled with alcohol and dessert is like a recipe for disaster. But the fun, it was very fun. We... our, Our oldest son cried the morning we were getting off the boat. So that just 
goes to show you that it was a good time for the kids. Well, I think it's an amazing time. And any parent who sees their kid that happy is a happy parent. Yeah. So, and uh, there's affordable options on those cruises, and the four day cruise was sensational. And here's the thing I would tell you. You go into the cruise thinking you're not going to eat the mac and cheese, you're not going to eat the french fries, and you're not going to eat the chicken nuggets. And let me tell you what happens. You eat all three of those fantastic There'll be somebody sitting groups. on their bed that weighs 400 pounds. <laughs> yeah, well, that, if I go on two more cruises, <laughs> I could be right up there. Sitting on your bed weighing 400 so, pounds. Uh, but before we go, to, uh, I, I took a picture of my wife at her weigh-in the other night. Oh, my God. And, uh, it was so ba- embarrassing. Baby, I deleted the picture because I love you. I just you know what? You if you, you ever matter. send that out, I'm going to send the picture of you with the shower cap. With the olive oil I deleted treatment. it. I okay. deleted it. Just I deleted so you know. it. Right. It's unbelievable. She's got like, we have, like nuclear bombs in our phones waiting. Very, un- very unflattering pictures. All right. Well, love you. We will love see it. you guys next week, but follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. You know, we're always on there. See you next week on Mooch and the Misses. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.